Shawnee Dez just wants to share her sounds with you. Her music evokes emotion, and she knows that we all need to let it out. She is sultry and dreamy, and she's here right now on Vocalo. Shawnee Dez, welcome back. How are you today? Hello, I'm swell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off by giving a little shout out to Richton Park. Yes. Yes. Richton Park. I went to grammar school there. It's always fun for me to hear about folks from the south suburbs because it is like an entirely different planet than the northern suburbs and you are still so close to so much on the south side. I read something uh, about you uh, and your father going to the rink on 87th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell me about uh, those times and how that kind of like shaped your your musical outlook and just how much fun that was for you. <laughs> oh my god, extremely fun. Um definitely used to go to the rink every Wednesday with my dad um and my younger sister. So the year that I can remember the most doing this was 6th grade. He would pick us up from school out in Richton Park. Um I went to Sock Trail for 6th grade. Shout out to my performing arts teacher, Miss Bryant, who is the reason that I still eat Ricolas <laughs> and that I like really yell at myself when I can't hit a note and something. Whatever. Love you, Miss Bryant. Um, but he would pick us up and we would drive out to the city um, on Wednesdays and we would go to the rink. And like sometimes it's just like you're a young person <clears throat> and you know that this is going to be a fun time. But sometimes you're like, nah, dad, I'm trying to stay at the crib. Like <laughs> I just got out of class. Yeah. Like, you know, eight hours in school, man, knocking me dead. I'm trying to chill. But now that I look back on it, so much of my like love for performance and expression has come from being in a space that is so unlike any other like the rink I just remember how it smells like yeah. I know the smell I haven't been there since the 80s and I I already know like you brought up that olfactory memory me. yes it's it's definitely a smell and just the wax floors and then practicing on the small floor and not to mention the juke jams yeah because that was really my heyday okay 7th grade 8th grade I mean that's where a kid can go and there's grown folks there and there's good music there and nobody's trying to like police your excitement or tell you not to be so enthusiastic mm. about something and you can be immersed in the culture absolutely like and policing yeah. like when you say that like i think about how like black it was as well yeah. and how it was black without having to explain or black without having to hold back and just even so many people that I talk to in life um, that I just meet and they say like I'm from the south side and then we have like a conversation and something comes up about being at a juke jam yeah. or at a juke party <laughs> or somebody's house and it was such an era and um, so I'm really appreciative for that bit of expression and like obviously James Brown like the king like just amazing and jb's monorail is a song that mm -hmm. i have like played over and over and over in my head and like tried to sample it for songs and i'm like dang like how can we make this work <laughs> <laughs> the thing about uh places like the rink and i think maybe this is true for uh, you know roller skating places all over the place i don't know why i'm so fixated on them but i love roller skating mm -hmm. uh is that you can see people enjoy music there in a way that they don't in any other space. If I was a musician, uh, I would be like, if I don't write songs that can set off a roller rink, then what am I even doing with myself? What am I doing? <laughs> how, did, how did we get here? Yeah, because you can still make slow jams, and mm -hmm. those those are great for couple skates. Those backer skates? Yeah. 
Come on. Adult skates only? A lady's choice? I mean. I'm Jill Hopkins. You're listening to Vocalo. Joining me in the studio, singer, songwriter, performer, Shawnee Dez. You've said that you are utilizing your music projects as a way to amplify and empower betterment, which Mm -hmm. I think is very admirable. So how do you accomplish that? And are we talking about the betterment of people listening or for your own kind of self-improvement? I love that question. I personally don't see that there's a huge separation between me and the audience or me and this, like, the other. Um, I think that encounters even such as like a performance and having an audience watching that that performance, I think that these are all like mirrors and reflections. And so really it's like all one in the same for me. Um, so the betterment of myself first, because I know that I can't really give anything that I don't have. Yeah. And so when I'm writing music and I try not to like overthink the writing process a lot. And so kind of just letting words come to me. Um, and usually those words are words that I need to hear from myself. Mm. And I've tried to sort of step into like this storytelling where I'm like this whole other person and like, you know, I'm like feisty. I'm probably a fire sign or something like that. (laughs) You know, all these things. And that definitely is a challenge. But right now, what I've been working on and what I've been doing has just been really recounting and um, using the words that I need to hear from myself. And I, again, getting back to performance and understanding that when I'm making a song, I'm thinking about how it's going to be performed mm. and how that's going to look. And so thinking about how the audience is going to receive that, whether we're coming in with like a really slow intro or whether it's a big hit at the top, um, thinking about how that is going to be sort of translated. And so with performance being on the table, I don't know. I think we are moving in a very weird space right now when it comes to music and Mm -hmm. digital music. Um, And I just don't want performance and the way that someone can reach out and touch you um, in a space. I don't want that to be forgotten. And I think by realizing that that is still a thing and it is still a possibility, I think that that's just like betterment because we remember that we're all connected and we're kind of all one in a space together experiencing something. I'm slipping away You capping You creeping You crowding the space Hopkins, this is Vocalo. I'm speaking to singer-songwriter Shawnee Dez.
on a stage, you were not shy about sharing a lot of your at-home performances, a lot of your process uh, with with all of us. Lots of folks are only interested in like that Instagram version of themselves, with only sharing things once they're polished and finished mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. But you are really forthright with your fans. Why is that <clears throat> important to you? Um, just because we shouldn't forget that that's who we were before Instagram. Um, that's who we are when these snippets are not shared. And even just being in a space where I am a server, like I part-time serve, and Mm -hmm. I deal with people on a day-to-day basis and get to see people and remember their faces. And they know my name from being in the neighborhood. Shout out to High Park. Y'all know y'all seen me there before. (laughs) (laughs) Pull up, skirt, skirt. But I don't think that being an artist is isolated or separate from being a human Mm. and I think a lot of times people demand that of artists they're like oh you should just be this all the time like you better have all your hits you know I want to see the breaks in the performance I want it to be nice and clean and cut but a lot of where I get my power in performance is improv Um, and I think life is improv Um, I think life is not sort of it's not a detailed and sort of fixed formula, but it's, okay, I can make this choice and it'll lead me this way or it'll lead me that way. And um, I just refuse to shut that side of me off because that is who I am. Yeah. Um, and I know what it's like to uh, sort of try to mold myself into being something that's not, you know, yeah. who I am. This is Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, singer, songwriter, and performer Shawnee Dez. I want to know why it's baked into your mission as an artist to make people feel feelings. You know I don't like feelings. Get them out. You could just be here making slow jams. You could just be making baby making music. Mm-hmm. But you want folks to leave uh, an experience, a Shawnee Dez experience. Having just, like, let it out. Why do you need to be that outlet for people? Hmm. So, uh, I hate talking about it, but I am a cancer, guys. (laughs) Like, whatever. I was actually talking to my mom the other day. And so my parents have been divorced for quite some time. They were together, married for, like, 13 years. And now my mom's with my stepdad. My dad has a, a fiance, whatever. And sometimes... I get in this space where I'm like, why am I like this? Like, why do I feel all these emotions? What's wrong with me? Everybody else around me are just like droids. Like, what's up? And my mom was like, Shawnee, like, I just have to let you know that you were created in love. And like, (laughs) that's how you were made. And so like, you just need to remember that. Like, I was madly in love with your father when we created you. And that's what it's going to be. And so I think that trying to sort of dial that down and turn that down feels a lot worse than just letting letting it out and um memories is something that's also very important to me a lot of the music that I listen to I can sort of again mind map to like a specific time a specific smell or the way the wind was hitting me on a day um but if you ask me about something that happened yesterday probably couldn't tell you (laughs) um so long-term memory game we good and I think that it's important to get people to sort of tap into 
the humanity that that they have. And we, we work our jobs. We live in a very instant gratification sort of era. And sometimes we lose that and we forget that, like, it's okay to not have your stuff together. It's okay not to know what you're doing. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be happy AF. But we don't always get those opportunities throughout the day to experience it. And that's what music does Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. It gets them to feel. And so why would I make something or why would I not be intentional about letting people experience that through the music that I create um, and share with them? So. And I think I speak for a lot of people when I say thank you because the world isn't out here trying to make you feel great. Mm-mm. So we, we need a little something like that. Thank you so <laughs> much for joining us, as you always do. And thank you, as always, for the music. I want to tell people they can go to Shawnee underscore Dez. It's S-H-A-W-N-E-E underscore Dez at uh, your Instagrams and your Twitters. And you can go to ShawneeDez.com for all the information. Thank yes. you so much, Mama. Thank you. Love y'all.